Come on up, Sersha. But mind your head, the ceiling's very low. How long is this going to take? I didn't even know we had an attic. Oh, we don't come up here very often. Who knows what most of this stuff is? Oh, teacups! Yay, teacups. Less of the sarcasm, please, madam. You just start looking through those boxes over there. If you see anything resembling Christmas decorations, shout. I don't know why we can't just get new decorations. Anything? Just old books and magazines. I also found this watering can. Great. Job done. We'll hang that on the tree. Very funny. Hey, check this out. An old postcard with a ship on it. From 1900. But the writing on the back is all smudged. Who's the postcard from, then? I've no idea. But I could really do with a hand here, sir. Yeah, yeah, Christmas decorations. I'm working on it. But maybe Grandad knows about the postcard. I'm going to ask him. Saoirse Rose Mary Murphy, you're not leaving this attic unless you help me find those decorations. Until then, the postcard will have to remain a lovely mystery. Quickly. What is it, ma'am? Oh, my loves, it's the Statue of Liberty. It means we're there. That's America. Oh, the excitement was something else. It seemed like all the people on deck had rushed over to the side of the ship to look. I could barely believe it myself. One minute everyone was miserable, all whingy and sniffly, and then the next minute they were all cheering and laughing. I didn't know we were nearly in America. I'd stopped asking Mam because she said if I asked her one more time, she'd be driven demented. Mam had us up on deck because the air was so stuffy down below. The smell of people being sick would turn your stomach, all squashed in on top of each other. Anyway, with Noreen's cough, Mam said we'd be better to take in the sea air, even if it was a bit cold. on now, Patrick. We need to be ready to get off the boat. Noreen, come on, pet, come here to me. I thought we'd just get straight off the boat and meet my Uncle John, who I've never met, by the way, because he came to America before I was born. Mam said he had blue eyes like hers, that he had jet black hair, and he laughed like a donkey. I like donkeys, and I couldn't wait to meet him. But things weren't going to turn out the way I thought. Take all your possessions with you and make your way through the door over there. Excuse me, are we not going to the mainland? You need to be processed here and then if everything is in order, you may be granted leave to enter the port. Please move along, ma'am. What does that mean? 
I think it means that they just need to check everything before we're allowed into America. Uh, come on, hold my hand. We don't want to be separated. I was nervous when I heard that, because I didn't know what exactly he had to check. Did it mean that they might decide that we weren't allowed in, even though we'd come the whole way? Next thing, we all went into a huge hall with big high ceilings and we were made to stand in a really long queue, just waiting for ages and ages. There were people in white coats who looked very cross, just staring at us all and writing things down in their charts. Here, let me just give your cheeks a little pinch, Patrick. You're very pale. Ow, that hurts. Hush now, you look much better with a bit of colour in your face. Noreen, try and cheer up. I know you're feeling poorly, but we can't let them see that. That's when I noticed Bridie Gallagher from the boat and her son, Billy. Billy had been sick the whole way there and he was a bit wobbly on his feet. The minute the man in the white coat saw him coming, he started writing things down on his chart. And then when Billy got up to the top of the queue, I couldn't believe it. The man in the white coat took out a piece of chalk and he put a mark right on Billy Gallagher's good jacket. I thought Mrs Gallagher would be angry. She's a terrible scold most of the time. But she just looked like she might burst into tears. She started to argue with him, saying that Billy was just tired and he needed a bit of a rest. That was all. But the man in the white coat said Billy would have to see the doctor. The worst thing was they wouldn't let Mrs Gallagher go with him and she had to wait in the hall. And then they took Billy Gallagher away. I wanted to ask Mam if she thought he'd be sent back to Ireland, but she was far too nervous to talk, so I kept quiet. OK, children, straighten up. Look your best. Of course I was trying to look my best, but it was a bit hard when I hadn't had a proper wash in ages and my trousers were dirty. But I stood up straight and even smiled at the man in the white coat. He looked nice enough, but I knew he had that big piece of white chalk in his coat pocket. Take a deep breath for me, please. He's in good health. They both are. If you could please step aside, ma'am. I thought the doctor was just going to take a quick look at me, but he'll never believe what he did. He took his finger and lifted my eyelid right up to see underneath it. I started blinking like mad. It was horrible. He did it with both of my eyes, and afterwards they were all watery as if I was crying. When he turned to Noreen, I was so nervous that I really did feel like my heart was beating out of my chest. She was pale as a ghost, except for her nose, which was all red and sore. And when he asked her to do a cough, a terrible rattly sound came out. For a second, I was sure that he was going to put one of those big chalky marks on her coat, like he did to Billy Gallagher. But instead, he just looked Noreen straight in the eyes and spoke. How are you feeling, little one? She's fine, just a bit tired. I want her to answer for herself. Sir, my sister's very shy. Ah, I see. And how do you think she's feeling? I think she's glad to be off the boat, sir. She doesn't like the way it bounces up and down. I know. It's not pleasant. Now, Mrs. Byrne, make sure your daughter gets some water. She's dehydrated. You'll find some over there. And she needs rest soon. Thank you so much. C come on, children. Let's go. 
I don't think I've ever clung to Mam as much as when we were in that port. There were so many people all shouting and pushing. And I thought if I lost Mam that I'd never find her again. And she was carrying Noreen for fear she'd be swept off her feet. Hold on to me. We just need to get a bit of breathing space. And then we can work out how to get to, um, Brooklyn. That's where John is. I'm nearly sure of it. Is that an Irish accent I hear there? Yes, we just came from Ireland. And you're fresh off the boat, ah, Makushla, Makushla. Did I hear you say it's Brooklyn you're looking for? Yes, I think my brother John lives there, John Murphy. He's been here about ten years now. John Murphy in Brooklyn. Well, today's your lucky day, young lady, because I know John well. Really? Oh, that's wonderful. How is he? We haven't had a letter in a while, although we wrote to tell him we're coming. Yeah, he's thrilled to bits. He can't wait to see you. Can you show us the way to Brooklyn? I can do one better than that, my dear. It's a wonderful coincidence, but I happen to have in my possession three train tickets to Brooklyn, and I'm here with a view to selling them. Now, I was going to be selling them for six dollars each, but... Oh, John never mentioned a train. It must have slipped his mind. Uh, Typical John. Anyway, as I was saying, I was going to be selling them for six dollars, but... As you know, John, and I know, John, sure you can have them at the bargain price of three dollars each, only because of the connection, you know. Oh, well, all right, I suppose. Let me just see how much I have here. And that's when I first saw her, Sister Evelyn. Although I didn't know that was her name then. She just waltzed right through the crowd, and people stood aside for her as if she was the queen. Now, Mick, what's going on here? Ah, Sister Evelyn, I'm just doing a little business, helping my fellow countrymen. I know your business, Mick, and you can take it elsewhere. Ah, Sister... Now, you listen here. Don't test me, or I'll call the constable again. I'll do it. On your way now. Go on. Now, my dear... Where is it you're trying to get to? Uh, To Brooklyn, to find my brother John. John Murphy, do you know him? It's possible that I've come across him, but I can tell you now that there are easily 100 John Murphys in Brooklyn. 100? It's a very common name, I'm afraid. We hadn't even thought that it would be hard to find John. Everyone at home knows each other, or knows someone who knows someone else, who knows the person you're trying to find. Mam's face just crumpled and she started to cry. Then Noreen started to cry too, even though she didn't really know why she was crying. I didn't cry because at least one of us had to be brave. There, there, my dear. Don't be worrying. It'll all be right as rain. Come with me and we can work it out together. You've had a long journey and I know how strange it can be arriving here. Follow me. I can help you with your bags. Come along now. And that was how it all started. I sometimes wonder now, looking back, where we'd have ended up if Sister Evelyn hadn't found us that day. But it doesn't bear thinking about. We were safe.
we'd been at St. Nicholas's convent for about three months. It felt like a long time anyway. I went to school and Mum helped the nuns with the cooking and cleaning. We had a nice room to stay in and it was grand. The only thing was that Mum was so sad about Uncle John. She went all over the city looking for him, every chance she got, but there was still no sign of him. there was some way to find him. The last letter we got was about a year before we arrived, but he knew we were coming, so I don't understand where he could be. What if I never find him, sister? What if he's ill or worse, dead? Oh, I can't bear not knowing. Now look here, Mary. This is the New York Irish American Weekly. Can you see what that advertisement says there? Sister, I'm afraid my reading is a little weak. It says, information wanted of Sarah Ward, who left Carrick Allen in 1887. Last heard of in New York four years ago, sought for by her mother. Well, I don't know any Sarah Ward. No, that's not what I'm showing you. I think it's an idea for us to try to find your brother John. He might not be in New York anymore, but this could be a good way to find him. If someone who knows him happens to see the advertisement, well, they could contact you. Oh, I don't know. Do you think it could work? Well, my dear, there's only one way to find out. Sit down here next to me and we'll write the advertisement together. How about... Information wanted of John Murphy of Kilkee, County Clare. Last heard of in New York. He's tall, with dark hair and blue eyes. Tall, with dark hair and blue eyes. What else? He laughs like a donkey, doesn't he, (laughs) ma'am? I don't think we need to add that, Patrick Pet. You could say that his sister Mary is looking for him. All right. Information wanted of John Murphy of Kilkee, County Clare. Last heard of in New York. Tall, with dark hair and blue eyes. Any account of him will be thankfully received by his sister, Mary Byrne, now also living in New York. How about that now? I'll send it in to them and you're sure to hear something soon. Well, I don't dare to hope, sister. more worried that we would hear something and it might be something bad like that my uncle John wasn't alive anymore I don't know how mam would take the news if that was true but all we could do was wait busy in school so that took my mind off it but my favorite time of the day was when we went out to play hey you over there me yeah you do us a favor will you run in and ask the nuns if their windows need a lick a lick yeah and i charge only a fair rate could do those window frames up lovely Mm. see these brushes 
They're brand new. So run on in, quickly. Go and see what the nuns say. All right, back in a minute. Come in. Oh, hello, Patrick. Are the children fussing over the wasp's nest again? Tell them not to touch it. They're just asking for trouble. No, sister. It's not the wasps this time. There's a man outside who said he... He wants to... Well, he wants to lick the windows. He said what? I know it sounds altogether peculiar, sister, but that's what he said. He said I was to tell you that he wanted to lick the windows and I should check with you what you think about that. Now, child, are you expecting me to believe that a man outside just told you that he wants to lick the windows of this most holy convent? Yes, sister. And you're absolutely sure that's what he said? Yes, sister. He said he'd do a lovely job of the window frames. Well, in that case, I must go and meet this extraordinary man. Come on. Good morning, sister. Good morning. My young friend Patrick here said that you had very kindly offered to lick our windows. To lick your windows? No, 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 I meant to give them a lick of paint, of course. I, I wouldn't. No, I mean, it's painting. Oh, paint the windows. Why didn't you just say that? Well, I was hardly going to lick the windows, was I? <laughs> and that was when it happened. The man with the brushes threw back his head and started laughing. I could barely believe it. <laughs> you laugh like a... Like a donkey, I know. <laughs> is your name John Murphy? Uh, it is indeed. From Kilkee. With a sister called Mary. Yeah? Do I know you? Well, Lord, save us. It turned out that my Uncle John had gone away for a while to work in Boston, and he never got Mam's last letters. He thought we were still in Ireland. So I told Uncle John about the boat and the advertisement and how Mam told me he laughed like a donkey and he had to sit down because he was so overcome. When Sister Avalon fetched Mam and Noreen, all of us had a huge big hug and I nearly fell over. But it didn't matter. It was finally going to be all right. Thank goodness you made me laugh, Patrick. Otherwise, you might never have recognised me. Thank goodness you asked to lick the windows.
Well, did you find the Christmas decorations? Tree looks terrible bare at the moment. We find them, Grandad. And we also find this postcard. Do you know who it's from? Let me have a look. Well, I haven't seen this in such a long time. I think it's something to do with my father's second cousin. What was her name? Uh, Mary. What happened to her? Well, I remember my father telling me that she went to America with her children. New York, I think. And that was that. I'm not sure we're in touch at all with their family now. It was so easy to lose touch in those days. There was no book face or Snapchat. <laughs> it's Facebook and Snapchat, Grandad. Yeah, Facebook and Snapchat, that's what I said. Grandad? Yes, Fred? Do you think they were okay? I think so. I do remember hearing about her brother John in New York too. And you know... He had that laugh, the exact same as your dad. He sounded just like a... Like a donkey. This programme was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.